On-demand listening is made possible by Bellarmine University. Grounded in the liberal arts and sciences, Bellarmine offers over 50 majors and 15 graduate and advanced degree programs. More at bellarmine.edu. And I am joined by uh, Mark Cohn and Glenn Patcha, and they are going to be uh, performing for you here in just a, a moment or two. But first off, Mark, it is so good to uh, be able to talk to you. I don't think I've ever met you, but I've certainly have been listening to you for years now and saw your last show at uh, Whitney Hall a couple of years ago with Bonnie Raitt. It was great. Thank you so much, and thanks for all your support. Oh, certainly. And uh, speaking of Bonnie Raitt, I uh, understand that uh, <laughs> you're going to be out on tour again with her pretty soon. Not tonight, but uh, very soon. Not tonight. We just, uh, Glenn and I just finished about two and a half weeks with her, mm-hmm. then took two weeks off, just had my first solo show last night in Nashville, again tonight in Louisville, and tomorrow we meet Bonnie in Memphis, of all places, oh. on her birthday. <laughs> so it's going to be a big celebration all around. Oh, that's terrific. Have you guys been friends forever, or is it goes back a long time? It does. The first tour we did together was in 1992, I want to say, in mm. Australia, and that's where we met and became dear friends. She's always been a hero of mine, but to have her become a mentor and a friend has been one of the great treasures of my life. Of all the people in the music biz, you are two of the most genuine, I have to say, and I'm not just blowing smoke, that it really comes across that way on stage. Well, I'm faking it, but she's terrific. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I would love to hear a a song from you, and then we'll talk some more about the show tonight at the Clifton Center. By the way, it starts at 7.30 p.m., so what would you like to do? Well, we're going to do a song. uh, Glenn is playing a little um, Nord keyboard here, and there's no piano, so these are a couple of songs we can do on guitar. Um, there's a song of mine that was in a movie called The Upside of Anger with Joan, I can't remember her name now, great actress, Joan somebody, oh, this is terrible, I'll never forget. Kevin Costner. Yeah, I'll never forget, what's her name? I'll never forget, what's her name? Yeah. Joan <laughs> Allen. Joan oh, Allen. yeah, yeah. Uh, and this was also on a TV show, House. It's, I never put it on a record, but somehow it's found its place, so it's called One Safe Place. How many roads you've traveled How many dreams you've chased Across sand and sky and gravel Looking for one safe place Yeah, yeah One safe place, yeah Will you make a smooth landing When you break your fall from grace Into the arms of understanding Looking for one safe place Yeah, yeah One safe place Yeah trial by fire and love's the sweetest taste and I pray it lifts us higher to one safe place yeah hey 
one safe place yeah How many roads we've traveled How many dreams we've chased Cross sand and sky and gravel And you're looking for one safe place Yeah, yeah One safe place, yeah That's all, that's all, that's all That's all, that's all, that's all I'm certainly glad that song has found its rightful place because that was gorgeous. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, talk to me a little bit about the process of songwriting for you. How does it that how does that work for you? Is it is it always random or does it come to you at def, you know specific times or? Uh, it works rarely, <laughs> and, and infrequently. Um, it's something I really love writing. I just do so little of it. I mean, mm. I think I only have four or five albums over the course of twenty years. Um, so it really has to come, usually I have to say, unfortunately, as I look back on it, a lot of times it comes out of a crisis. Mm-hmm. Um, so like Neil Young said when they asked him why a lot of his songs sound so dark, he said, because when I'm happy, the last thing I want to do is interrupt the moment and write a song. That's true. Um, and that's been true for me. So it's usually a time when I'm trying to figure something out, work something through, and songwriting comes easier at that point. There's more of a need for it. Um, you know, anytime I try to sort of sit down and contrive something Mm -hmm. because it's time to write it never works Uh, it just sounds contrived so (laughs) I I, I have to do a lot of waiting I I think uh, um, what am I who's the guy that uh, wrote I should know this Robert Louis Stevenson or but the you know my my old Kentucky home and all that great stuff Uh, Stephen Foster Stephen Stephen Foster Foster, that's it he was the only musician that I've ever heard of that would just sit down in a room and write and just keep going and just because of the vast volume of what he did so many of his songs have stayed with us yeah but but, uh, you know it just doesn't usually work Randy Newman too apparently has an office somewhere in LA and he does yeah he sits down goes to the office to write music from 9 a.m. to 1, takes a break. And this is before film scoring, which is obviously a little bit more of that kind of thing. But mm-hmm. even his most inspired songs, I think he just was sitting down trying to write. It's just, it's remarkable to me. Yeah. I don't I, know how it's possible. I, I and agree. he and Stephen Foster have a lot in common, actually. So, so they've got something right. <laughs> 
On 91.9 FPK Radio Louisville, you're hearing the voice of Mark Cohn, and he's going to be performing tonight at the Clifton Center. Uh, You can get, uh, let's see, tickets at uh, cliftoncenter.org, also Carmichael's Bookstore on Frankfurt Avenue, if you have not yet purchased them. And uh, is this your first time at the Clifton Center? I think so. It's a really nice room. I can't wait to play it. It's it's, um, it's big enough that it's, it's real, but it's intimate, too. It has great sound. Sounds great. That's my kind of room. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Um, So uh, the album that you did a couple of years ago, Listening Room 1970, I loved a quote that I uh, read about it, and you said, I'm singing in a different place in my voice on this record. Explain that. Hmm. Uh, I don't remember saying that, but I think it's true. Uh, that was obviously I wasn't doing my own songs. My job was to be an interpreter on mm-hmm. that record, which was really interesting for me. Uh, I could really just focus on my singing. Um, and I think that's sort of happened. My voice has changed over the years anyway because I've done so many shows over the last five, six years, more shows in the last five years than in the previous 15 by hmm. far, maybe quadrupled. So I've learned a lot about how to hold back when I sing, and um, I got to really sort of do that on this record. The The point of the record was to make it sound sort of like a late night record, like mm-hmm. Night Beat by Sam Cooke or something like that, not to get too ferocious at any point. Um, not that I've ever fully like rocked out on anything, but um, yeah, I really was trying to find a way to sing these songs that was number one, different from the prior versions. And something that that would sit comfortably in my range. We would pick keys where I didn't have to strain or could really just relax. And Mm -hmm. that's sort of the way I've been singing more and more over the years. Um, I found and learned a lot from Bonnie. There's a way to be soulful without screaming. You know, it's uh, possible. Tell me why do you think you've done so much more touring? I know the music business has changed quite a bit. Is that part of it? or? That's part of it. But, you know, when my first record came out, touring... Because it was successful, thank goodness, touring started to feel a little bit like campaigning. It was all about doing anything the record company asked you to do, and they asked me to do a lot. So for a couple of years, I did everything and was exhausted by it. It just didn't feel like it was coming from anything I needed, Um, even though I was proud and happy to have the beginning of my career take off that way. Um, And then I just needed to get away from it for a while, and I just found my way back to an appreciation for the fact that I even have an audience. You know, that's not something you can take for granted anymore. Mm -hmm. And I've just, uh, I've tried to capitalize on that and build, build my audience a bit more over the last few years. And the only way to do that really these days is to just keep playing, Yeah, which I love. And having Glenn and and musicians that I really love with me, not only as players, but as human beings, when you're my age, that's the only way it can work. Mm -hmm. I couldn't be out here for, you know, months, a year if I didn't love the onstage and the offstage part. Mm -hmm. Mark Cohn on 91.9 FPK performing tonight at the Clifton Center. How did you uh, meet up with Glenn? How did we meet? I don't even remember now. Yeah, Glenn came in and sang. Yeah, sang on one of my records. He's from a. He founded a great band called Ola Bell mm-hmm. with Amy Helm, Levon's daughter. Levon Helm was. He was also in Levon's band, toured with Marianne Faithful, a bunch of people. I've just known Glenn's name for quite a while, and we just. I think it was a, a recording session, and then at some point a couple of years ago, Glenn started playing live with me, and it's just been. It's been great. Well, I hope you're not depressed, but uh, do we have any more music co- coming from you uh, anytime soon? We're looking for that for sure. Um, 
I'm I'm awaiting I'm awaiting visitations. Um, I've absorbed quite a bit, and uh, I think it might be time pretty soon. I actually have started to write some lyrics for the first time in about four years in the last two weeks, and it's been fantastic. I can't say that the lyrics are fantastic, but just the fact that I've put pen to paper has been such a relief and lovely. Um, so something's about to happen. Well, we'll see. We'll uh, definitely keep uh, watching on that and everything. So I would love to hear another song. What would you like to do? This uh, configuration, we can do another song from the, we'll do one song from the first record. Um, It's called Perfect Love. Just the perfect love 
sit under the moon and stars above Everybody's looking for a perfect love, that's right Under the moon and the stars above People keep talking about a perfect love I sit under the moon, under the moon, under the moon and the stars Sit under the moon and stars above. Everybody's looking for a perfect love. Mark Cohn on 919 FPK Radio Louisville. I love the uh, mental images your lyrics paint. Thank you. It's awesome. Well, again, he's performing tonight at the Clifton Center. And if you haven't gotten your tickets yet, it's going to be available at cliftoncenter.org or Carmichael's Bookstore on Frankfurt Avenue. The show starts at 730. On-demand listening is made possible by Bellarmine University. Grounded in the liberal arts and sciences, Bellarmine offers over 50 majors and 15 graduate and advanced degree programs. More at bellarmine.edu.